You're listening to Deployment Pillars. Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that this episode of Deployment Pillars is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies, with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. This is the Deployment Pillars podcast, where we share the best deployment advice for military spouses from people who have been there, done that, and got the homecoming kiss. I'm Joanna, the voice behind Joe My Gosh and co-founder of Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns. And I'm Becky, founder of Brave Crate and the second half of the Pillar team. We believe that while deployment is tough, it can also be a time of growth. That's why we created Pillar, the totally free digital retreat for deployment countdowns. It's three days of online community, inspiring speakers, and nonstop giveaways designed to set you up for deployment countdown success. Today's episode will give you a little taste of what to expect if you join us for the retreat. So much of deployment advice and ideas are from a bygone era. The truth is, deployment can be a season of adventure and excitement. You don't have to sit at home waiting for adventure to find you. You can go out and find it for yourself. Our very own Joanna Golden Knoll, your pillar co-host and the creator of military spouse lifestyle blog, Joe My Gosh, swears by deployment bucket lists. In today's episode, she's helping you write yours so you can create an exciting deployment journey while you count down the days. My name is Joanna, and along with Becky, I'm one of the hosts of Pillar. I also write Joe My Gosh, a military spouse lifestyle blog. Today, we're going to talk all about deployment bucket lists. But first, let me tell you a little story about why they're so important to me. When John was deployed to Afghanistan for a year, we were dating and engaged, but we weren't married. So for me, this was my first foray into military life. The problem was I didn't know anything about military life or deployment, and I had no clue what it was gonna be like. All I really knew was what I've seen in movies. So at the beginning of the deployment, after John left, um, I drove back to Maryland where I was teaching at the time and I just shut down. I ate pie for like three meals in a row. I slept, I cried a lot. I did the very, very bare minimum. I was in this weird space where I didn't know what to do. Um, deployment was this very, very scary thing that I didn't have coping mechanisms for yet. On top of that, I was worried about my career. I was worried about planning a wedding. I was worried about John. And it was just not a great time for me. So about a week after feeling sorry my, for myself and being kind of a mess, I was like, you know, do you really want the next whole year of your life to be like this? And I didn't. And then I thought to myself, you know, 
deployments may be a regular thing in your life with John, you know, do you just really want to have big chunks of time where you don't do anything and where I was totally miserable and just getting by. And I didn't want that either. So kind of on instinct, really, I grabbed a piece of paper and I started writing down about a hundred things that I wanted to do in the year that John was gone. And then I looked at that list and I said, all right, how many of these can I do? And of course, I wanted to do all 100. Um, spoiler alert, I did not. Uh, but in the process of all of that, I learned that it's more about that journey of doing it rather than just crossing everything off on your list. It's truly what helped propel me through deployment. Suddenly, I had these goals and stories that were fun. They weren't connected really to anything but myself. I felt like I was doing things that I might not have normally done otherwise. You know, whether or not you walk away with 10 bucket list items today or 200, I want you to be able to have something you feel really happy and confident and excited for. So, you know, this is a recording, so you are free to listen to it now. Um, write your comments in the comments and I'm more than happy to respond to them. I'd love to hear what you're thinking and answer any questions you have. You can also pull out your workbook um, which has a template. Um, and of course, if you just want to listen now, you can always come back to this video later and um, go through that template um, with the video. So to create a bucket list, I have a couple loose guidelines for doing it really awesomely. So number one, pick fun things. When you start thinking about what you want to do during this deployment, of course you can put something that is not fun down. Um, but I would encourage you to pick things that make you joyful and make you happy. Make sure that the things that you're writing down are things that you're interested in or that at the very least you're committed to trying. So for example, when I wrote my list, um, I wrote down, go on a juice cleanse. Um, it was really dumb for me to have done that because even as I was writing it down, I knew there was no way I was gonna do a juice cleanse. I like dessert way too much and I wasn't interested in it at all. I just felt it was like one of those things that I should put down. So you know you and just pick goals that will encourage you to stretch yourself in ways you want to be stretched. This is not a punishment. Number two, you should vary your goals. Think about the amount of time uh, that it takes to do that goal as well as the attainability. So for example, um, you might say on your bucket list that you might wanna meet, I don't know, Bon Jovi. But you also wanna put things on your list that you, will, you know you'll be able to do. Maybe read a book by an author you love. Um, you also want to vary in time as well. So if all of your goals are really short time frames that'll take you to do, you're not going to be able to think in different lengths of time. And there may not be that feeling of working towards something. So you want maybe a couple things that might be a longer lead, like maybe you're going to plan a baby shower for a friend, just so that you have a varying amount of time as well. All right, number three. Be reasonable, okay? This is, again, supposed to be fun. So um, you want to plan one or two bucket list items per week. Don't pick more than that, all right? For example, if you have a deployment that is three months long, you wanna shoot for about 12 bucket list items. This makes your list attainable and fun because if you have 500 things, you're not gonna get to all of them.
Number four, take time. You want to set aside some time to brainstorm and create your list. Um, you know, that would be perfect if you did it during the retreat um, so that once this retreat is over, you already have your list ready to go. Um, and once you have your brainstorm finished, you want to review your draft and make sure that you've got the things we've talked about, that it's fun, there's variation in what you're doing and the time that it takes to complete it. All right, number five, set yourself up for success. Make sure that there is one goal, just one, that you can complete within the first 24 hours of when you begin your bucket list quest. So for example, if you would start today, by this time tomorrow, I want you to be able to cross off and complete that one thing. That might sound ridiculous or scary and hard, but I promise it's not. Because remember, you're creating this bucket list, so you can pick anything that you want to do. You know, it could be that you're going to surprise the kids with Froyo, or maybe that you want to write out open when letters, or that you want to make a lasagna, or, you know, something else that you can do that speaks to you. So the reason I want you to do this is so that you know, you just don't take your bucket list, put it away and say, I'm too busy right now. I'll get to this next weekend because you know what's going to happen next weekend. You'll say, you know what? I really need to do laundry. I'll just do it next week. And you'll just keep pushing it off and never start. So put a star by the thing that you are committing to doing in 24 hours so that you know it's your first thing to do. Also, I want you to go through your list and cross off anything that you don't love or know that you actually won't do, you know? Um, and then I want you to underline a few high priority items that you really, really want to do. So for me, walking a half marathon in Baltimore City was one of those high priority items. I lived in the city at the time. The marathon route literally went by my apartment. Um, and I thought it would be something really amazing to do, especially the last year that I was living in the city. I'll be real honest with you, some of the low priority items on my bucket list, I still haven't completed even years afterwards. All right, then you wanna make it visible. Take your draft, rewrite it on some pretty stationery or put it in your journal, put that list somewhere where you see it, the bathroom mirror, at your desk, wherever, and make sure that you cross those items off, um, you know, because that's part of the fun. So when you complete your first bucket list goal, take a picture of it, share it with Pillar and Joe, my gosh, make sure to tag us. That way we can follow along and cheer you on. You know, if you already know what that first 24 hour bucket list goal is, drop it in the comments. I want to see it. So um, I also have some tools to get you started on Joe, my gosh, as well. These are linked in the worksheet, so you don't have to write them down. Um, the first one is how to write a deployment bucket list that doesn't suck. That will walk you through some of the things that we're talking about right now. Then there's a, a, an article about why military spouses need a bucket list if you want to share it with a friend who isn't in the pillar retreat and watching this right now. And then on Joe, my gosh, I've got a bunch of articles that are seasonally related for uh, bucket list goals, as well as one that can be used any time of the year, which is linked. It's 128 goals to put on your deployment bucket list. So, you know, it's just, of course, something to get the juices flowing, to spark your imagination, um, to get you started in the right direction. 
Please feel free to tag me on Facebook, ask me questions, I'm happy to brainstorm with you. You're going to have a great deployment bucket list and a great deployment bucket list journey, and I'm excited to watch you from start to finish. Please make sure you tag those pictures and let's really see what comes of this. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I'm really honored and I am so excited to see what you do. Thanks for joining us. We hope this episode inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. If you're not part of the Pillar community, we can't wait for you to join us. Grab your completely free ticket for the next Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns at PillarDeploymentRetreat.com. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you back here next time.